Welcome to Dropping Keys, conversations and insights about life, leadership, love, and whatever else we get into. I'm Joel Morgan, your co-conspirator and the head of Key Exploration. I wake people up for a living by inspiring meaningful conversations to move people, communities, and organizations forward. And what you have just opened up today is an A volume of Dropping Keys. It's an extension of the previous conversation where I take a deeper dive into one or more of the keys dropped. In this case, this is a compliment to volume four with co-conspirator Stephen Megling. This is volume four, A. But let me back up for just a second. Dropping Keys is the title of a poem by Hafez, a 14th century mystic and poet, and that poem is the inspiration for this podcast let me read it for you. The small man builds cages for everyone he knows, while the sage, who has to duck his head when the moon is low, keeps dropping keys all night long for the beautiful, rowdy prisoners. So if you haven't listened to volume four, I invite you to do that just to get a sense of who Stephen is and, and what's going on with him and how we get to this particular phrase that, that he drops. And the key, or at least the question that I'm pondering today is, can I just be here? On the surface, it sounds sort of like the plaintive cry of a sad soul. Can I just be here? I mean, it's a real searching kind of question. It's it's, again, sort of plaintive, sort of almost sad in some ways, but I think it, it brings up an underlying question for all of us. I mean, there are all sorts of angles to this question. Can I just be here? Well, who's trying to be here? What is the I? And let me tell you what, we're not getting into that today. That is a, that's a completely uh, other huge field of something that we're not going not gonna to get into today. But I think it's just interesting to think about, can I just be here? Then there's, can I just be here? Well, what does it mean to be? One of the, the things that a friend of mine and I have going between one another is I, I keep asking him this question, what am I supposed to be doing when I'm being? And he doesn't really have a good answer for me. So I think it's just, can I just be here? Well, what does it mean to be? That's a great question. Can I just be here? Well, physically, we know you cannot be anywhere else, as far as we know at the moment. Well, or depending on your thoughts about string theory, you're here and everywhere at the same time. Okay, we're going to leave that for another conversation as well. But where is here? I think this question and the emphasis on here is really about where our minds are. Because our minds and in our minds, we can be anywhere. We can be with the former lover that we had 10 years ago, five years ago, six years ago, yesterday. And that can bring up wonderful feelings or that can bring up not so wonderful feelings. We, our mind, we can, we can be in the future worrying and fretting about something, or we can be in the future thinking about a wonderful trip or a wonderful experience that we're by, about to have. I mean, what is it that keeps us from being here? Is it expectations, ego, shame, guilt, fear, anxiety, all, all of the above? I mean, all of these are thoughts and feelings that originate in our minds. You see, 
you don't know it already, our mind doesn't like being here, doesn't like being in the present. It begins to squirm. It doesn't know what to do because it seems to love either being in the past or being in the future. And the past generally brings up feelings of guilt and shame. Or as I said before, sometimes nostalgia, if we work at it, or good memories, but most often guilt and shame. And the future mostly brings up for us worry and stress. Again, unless we're looking forward to some event or, or some uh, rendezvous with someone that, we're, that, that is going to be fun or we think is going to be fun. So much of the time, our minds function like a cat chasing a laser pointer, and that laser pointer smashes us into a wall or drops us into a hole. It's not a pleasant situation necessarily. So maybe, maybe we're asking the wrong question. Can I just be here? I mean, the snarky parent in me says, of course you can be here. You have the ability. Do that with my kids all the time. Drives them absolutely nuts. Maybe a better way to ask the question is, may I just be here? Instead of a forcing function, do I have the ability? Maybe the question really needs to be an allowing function. Will I allow myself to be here? To feel the wind in our hair, the breath moving in and out, thoughts floating by without being carried away. May I just be here with these people in this time, not worried about what my hair looks like or if my pants are buttoned or zipped up, if my shirt is sticking out of my skirt, whatever it is, can I just, may I, see, I caught myself there, may I just be here? Well, what are some ways of being here, of helping yourself to be here? Some practices for you. Breathing, of course. Thinking about your breathing, breathing into your belly, into your nose, out through your mouth, in through your nose, out through your nose, slowing things down. For some people, they put a rubber band on their wrist or, or maybe a hair tie on their wrist and, and they, they snap it to bring themselves to attention. Not hard, but just enough to, to get their attention. One of the things that I do, especially when I'm meeting with clients, is if, if I find myself going somewhere else, is that I'll just curl my toes in my shoes. That brings me right back to being in the room with the person. Sometimes I'll just, I'll just lightly squeeze my fist. I think it's interesting that the easiest way to be here now is to get our mind back into our body. To pair the physical sensation of being here and to have the mind come to that place, not floating away somewhere else. As some of you uh, may know, my recreation, my passion outside of family and work is on the golf course. I love the grass under my feet, the sky above, and the pursuit of putting a little white ball into a hole in the ground with a crooked stick. It's the craziest game ever devised and almost, in my opinion, so hard, so strange in the application of physics and and all of the things that it takes to just get a ball to fly, to roll, to go into a little hole in the ground. And to play well, one has to be present. The golfer cannot be worried about the outcome of a shot. 
or thinking about the previous one or wondering what's for dinner. I mean, listen to the greats and they'll tell you the same. I mean, the greatest sports psychologist out there basically have the same mantra. You, you've got to be where you are in the moment, in that place, or else you're not going to perform well, especially under pressure. You have to be here. And so it's really on the golf course where my practice is. That's how I work on being here now. Yes, I meditate. I breathe. I use those practices when, when my mind is, is racing and, and wandering. But on the golf course, because there's so many things at play, that is where the majority of my practice is about trying to be here now. And so I'll keep you updated on, on how that's going. And as I thought about this, you know, and about my, in some ways, like my mind went to guilt it went to worry like, man, I, I'm just not good at being here. I'm not, I'm, I'm not good at being here. I think about all the times when I've, when I've been with friends or when I've been somewhere and, and I haven't been there. I haven't been present. And, and it just colors everything. And, and so then all of a sudden I'm living in this and I'm living in a not here state thinking about wanting to be here and see what the mind can do. It's just, it just wraps everything up again. That laser pointer is pointing me right into the wall and I just slam into it. And I just continued to think about this. I, and all the time I spend not being here, worrying about what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm being, for whatever reason, this came to mind for everything. There's a season and a time for every matter under heaven time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together, time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. That comes from the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, very famous passage, and I would add to that for our consideration today. There is a time for worry. There is a time for regret. There is a time for planning and there is a time for the working out of plans. And there is a time to be here. Well, thank you, friends, for listening to Volume 4A of Dropping Keys. My hope is that this conversation might inspire you, might wake you up a little bit to the things that, that you're asleep to, that you aren't realizing, that you don't know are going on in your life, and that your life might be better, that these keys might awaken you to a deeper, richer, more here kind of life. You can find me at joelmorgan.com or joelmorgancc on Facebook and Instagram. You can find my book every single day on my website or on Amazon. Drop me a note if this uh, podcast has connected with you. I'd love to hear from you. May the sage drop the key.
to unlock the cage in which you find yourself. Until next time.